0: You know, it's kind of crazy, the things that we remember in life and the things that are kept in our memory banks when (laughs) there are so many details from yesterday that I can't remember. So if memory serves me correctly, I was wearing a light blue and white striped skirt and I had a crisp white t-shirt that was tucked in at the waist the day I finally had the nerve to approach the boy that I had been crushing on all week at camp. It was my very first year at Lakeshore Pentecostal Youth Camp, and he was the cutest boy I think I'd ever seen, but then again, I was only 12 years old. So I was completely naive and innocent, but that didn't matter because I had an enormous amount of gumption, which I almost wish that I still had to this day. And it took just a little bit of prodding from my friends to go over and introduce myself to him. And at first everything seemed to be going really great and I had no reason to suspect otherwise. That was until he asked me how old I was. I thought that was kind of weird, but then I replied that I was almost 13 and at that moment he turned on his heels and said to me, oh, okay, bye. And there you have it folks, my very first rejection. It's not the memory of the moment that has lodged into my subconscious, but the many memories all these years later of what came after when he and his buddies would laugh about what he said. And the moment that I became the butt of the joke, the label 12 became synonymous with being not enough and for years those guys would walk around camp and convention pretty much any church related activity and they would shout 12 across the room at one another thinking that it was completely hilarious and they would even refer to me as that and to be quite honest with you i didn't know for the longest time but when i finally realized what they were doing It left an indelible mark on my soul. Now, maybe there's a moment you remember from your childhood that kind of feels like the story I just described. And even just thinking about it, sometimes it brings back those feelings, those emotions, and really makes me kind of feel terrible. What I didn't realize then, and it wouldn't be many years until I would finally come to this conclusion, it was that this memory, along with others, would cause me to stuff down any emotions I was feeling so that I would seem stronger than I actually was. And maybe you've felt something similar in your life. Being humiliated is not just something we face as kids. In fact, it can happen just as easily when we're adults. In fact, it's happened to me not too long ago. And if it wasn't humiliation that you felt, perhaps it was dealing with your parents divorce when you were a kid that prompted you to try and hold your entire family together. Or it was an absent parent who was busy with serving in the church that just made you feel as though you weren't a priority and that you didn't really matter. And that eventually stunted your ability to connect with others. I used to bury my emotions because, quite frankly, I was afraid of what would happen if they took center stage. And it was a really precarious place to be because I always felt as though I was one circumstance shy of like an epic explosion in my life, of all of the feelings just kind of tumbling out and the thought of not being able to hold it all together or not being perfect was just too much for me to think about. So, down went the emotions, down the proverbial hatch. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hello friends, thanks for joining me today. On another episode of the courage cast you know it seems kind of surreal to me that it is already the beginning of december and we're just a few short weeks away from the start of a brand new year 2020 and every year around this time i get really introspective of what has happened during the year i take lots of mental notes and i just kind of just jot down what went really well and then of all the things that didn't go really well kind of like a debrief really And a few weeks ago I had uh, an opportunity to take away the Brave Mastermind to go to Prince Edward County for the weekend and we were going to do some visioning exercises. Now usually what we do is we spend time goal setting but this year we decided we were actually going to take a very different approach and so we took out some time to really listen to God and to ourselves and to each other about what really needed to take place in the coming year and not just focusing on what we want, but what is God saying? And let me tell you, it was such an amazing weekend. It was absolutely brilliant. The best part was really seeing each of the women get a breakthrough in their own lives and me as well. But when I think back to this year and I'm really honest about what has happened, I don't know that I would classify it as the best year ever, In fact, I'm pretty sure it would rank up as one of the worst or definitely one of the most pivotal years in my life and it is not one I will soon forget. This has been the year that my emotions and I mean every single one of them has come out to play and has really altered the way I see the world and definitely impacted the way I see myself and how I'm gonna move forward in my life. This year, I had some amazing things happen. One of the best things was Little Panda. Helping my brother raise his Labrador puppy was literally the best thing. I mean, she is all love and I just felt this huge connection to her. She opened my heart in a way that I probably haven't felt in a really long time she allowed me to really um, get committed to (laughs) Another being really because for so long I had just been focusing on myself but being around Panda and taking care of her and training her really allowed me to um, focus on someone else something else and just really opened my heart to loving and also this year i made a huge big move i went from downtown toronto to living in rural northern ontario and wow i can't even describe to you the, ch- the change and transition that I have experienced, um, it was a little harder than I originally expected it to be. And if I'm just really honest with you, it brought up a lot of emotions that had been tucked away, things that I had probably not dealt with in a really long time. And also, I had one really big thing happen, and it was the sting of rejection from a person that I cared very, very deeply about. And this was the summer that I just opened myself up to love. But unfortunately it wasn't reciprocated and that pretty much felt like the worst. So as you can imagine, it has brought up all the feels and this year was definitely not what I expected it to be. However, I have to say that in all of that, in all of the things that have happened this year, I have learned so many important lessons and I have felt all the feels and I am not exaggerating when I say that. So to be clear, I am pretty sure that my feelings have run the gamut. There have been moments where I have um, experienced wild anticipation of things to come, hope, and I have felt debilitating anxiety this fall and just feelings of overwhelming depression days where i just didn't want to face things i felt a lot of anger i've also felt complete and utter joy i felt rejection and brokenness and lots of disappointment and up until a few months ago i probably would have been the person to basically win the award for having it all together, or at least appearing as though I had it all together, because I was a person that definitely did not want to show failure. I didn't want people to think that I couldn't handle things. Maybe it's because I am a one on the Enneagram. I like to call myself a perfectionist in recovery, (laughs) but over the past few months, I have allowed myself to lean into all of these emotions, and I'm learning from them. I'm asking each of the emotions what they have to teach me and what are they saying to me specifically. And although I don't have the answers, I am just starting on the journey. I have definitely been learning a thing or two about my body, about my soul and my spirit, and how I function in the world and definitely how I feel. And there may be some of you that are listening that um, are in complete touch with your emotions. And if so, like, congratulations. I really applaud you. And I might actually even ask for your advice on how you've been able to stay tapped into how you feel because I definitely have not felt that way. In fact, most of the time I feel a bit like an emotional wrecking ball. And there may be others of you Who've been through things that are so painful this year, like maybe you've walked through divorce or you lost a parent this year, which if you did, I'm so sorry. Maybe you left your church community because it didn't feel safe for you anymore. And with that, you had experience, you've experienced the loss of your community and people who you loved. Whatever you've gone through this year, I'm sure that it has probably come with a fair share of emotional turbulence and i want to just offer a few things that i have been learning throughout my own personal journey but we kind of need to look a little bit backwards at the past to understand where we're going in the future many of the emotions that we try to escape from can be traced all the way back to our childhood and that probably comes as no surprise to anyone because we've all endured emotional childhood trauma so in one way or another there are probably things in your life that you probably have been forced to deal with whether it's now or maybe you've done it in the past or maybe it's something that you're stuffing down kind of like I did And maybe you've been struggling with your own childhood trauma and woundings and you've been keeping them just repressed. Um, They probably are affecting your heart and your mind. And even though you want to deal with them, it kind of feels a little bit like opening Pandora's box, which I totally get. But here's the thing about our emotions. They are always trying to tell us something so if you feel sadness or anger or disappointment or even joy those emotions are actually speaking to you trying to get your attention they're they're actually a gift because they consistently give us information that will keep us protected from harm they help us and they're huge indicators. Of our needs and our wants and our desires and how we can create fulfillment in our lives which is the reason why we can't fight our feelings we need to create space for them and embrace them and allow them to really bring us into a place of healing and wholeness after all the body does keep score so when it comes to our emotions And we have, if we have unresolved feelings, they will likely result in maybe a form of illness or something that happens. And we definitely don't want that. This fall, stress really took a toll on my body. And if you've been listening to the Courage Cast for any length of time, you know that I have in the past struggled with anxiety and depression. Well, due to a few things that had happened this year, my body swung back into depression and anxiety and that's because of how I'm predispositioned but this time I knew immediately when the symptoms started what was happening because I was experiencing fatigue and I was feeling really lethargic I had low energy and I just really didn't want to face anyone or anything but since I've been there before and I've battled it and I have won I might add I knew what I was up against, and this time I was not going down without a fight. So I got the help that I needed, and um, I faced those things that needed to be faced. And I was really um, committed to addressing the feelings and emotions that were trying to get my attention. Something amazing happens when we take time to access the creative parts of ourselves when we have the time and space to outwork our creativity on the canvas or through writing by moving our bodies through dance it's like experiencing a little bit of magic in our lives and I found that the times that I've been able to be the most creative are when I'm feeling centered and focused and there are no real expectations for me to be anything or do anything And I wanna encourage you to set aside some time to access that creative part of yourself. And we've written a beautiful guided meditation that I know is gonna help unlock the creativity in you in a whole new way. When you're able to really access that creativity, something amazing happens to open you up to opportunity. And you may even find that you'll wanna start putting yourself out there in the world this free audio download is available over at thecouragecast.com so if you've been feeling a little hesitant or unsure about how to tap into your creative sweet spot i know this is really going to help you get started hi beautiful here's your daily reminder that you are loved you are important and you are perfect just the way you are the way those words just made you feel that's what it feels like to slip into an honor brooks robe. Underbrooks is a female-founded luxury robe and loungewear brand. Every unique, high-quality Canadian-made piece is designed to be a reminder that we are all made up of beautiful, unique details. For 15% off your very own Underbrooks piece, head to underbrooks.ca and enter promo code COURAGECAST at checkout. That's O-N-D-E-R-B-R-O-E-K-S dot C-A. Promo code COURAGECAST. I know that... Dealing with emotions is not the easiest thing for people to do. I don't love it. You probably don't love it either, but I want to encourage you to what degree that you will spend time discovering what your emotions are trying to tell you is to the degree, which you will live a healthy and whole life. And I would wish and pray that for you. There is so much more fulfillment on the other side of emotional wellness. Now I'm not claiming to be a leading expert in this field in any way shape or form but what I do want to share with you is some of the work that I have done with my own personal coaching clients helping them in this area and I do want to um, actually just state in advance that if you're struggling with your emotions and you feel really really out of control then I want to encourage you to seek medical professional help, a counselor, a health practitioner um, because there is a time and a place for us to deal with our emotions especially when it comes to our mental health and doing it in a supervised environment is the best way to go. Personally I've chosen to deal with my emotions through the help of a natural health practitioner. Um, I've also been talking to a spiritual director. I use prayer On a daily basis, I meditate, I am very self-reflective, and I also spend lots of time talking to trusted friends. So my own personal journey um, has some really practical things that I can use to just really even share with you. And I have experienced so much healing throughout this journey personal journey that I have been on. So I want to just encourage you that if you are going through something right now and you feel as though your emotions are a little bit all over the place, healing is possible. So I'm gonna talk about a few things that I really think are gonna help you because I know that they've helped me. First things first, you wanna identify what emotions you're feeling. And when you know what emotions are surfacing in your life, then spend time deciphering what they are telling you no matter what feelings you're having they are all welcome at the table and i used to not believe that i only wanted to experience the really good or what i termed to be good emotions until a friend um, pointed out to me that all emotions are equal neither bad nor good so just let them be as they are If anger or frustration is present, then allow them to be there at the table and deal with them. Deal with those unresolved issues um, that maybe you have in your life or unresolved feelings or emotions that um, anger and disappointment and frustration are, are showing you are there. And if it's dealing with forgiving someone, maybe even yourself, then I want to encourage you just to release um, whatever wrong has been done to you. And whatever the case may be, if you are even um, holding in guilt and shame or condemnation, even just for yourself, when you allow those emotions to kind of take root in your heart, they will break down your body. And they will even block your autonomic nervous system and you do not want that. So dealing with shame, guilt, and anger and frustration is so important. Now oftentimes we need additional help with this. It's not always something that we can do on our own. So this may require that you get to talk therapy and hire a really good trusted therapist or a counselor. Um, Maybe you even want to um, work with a naturopath or a natural health practitioner or even um, make an appointment with your own doctor. But being able to identify the moment of crisis and what has possibly even triggered your emotions is the best way to start when you're in the healing process. Personally, I have worked with my friend Barb, who I've mentioned before on the podcast. She's a natural health practitioner, and we have done emotional clearings alongside my own personal processing of my emotions. Now, first, this seemed a little woo-woo, a bit strange, Um, completely outside of my box. Um, Definitely not something that was talked about in my faith circle or my upbringing, but When I kind of got my head around it and the fact that um, doing the emotional clearing was actually bringing healing in my life, I have not looked back. Now you might be wondering what is this emotional clearing? Well emotional clearing is based on the concept that subtle light energy flows in the body and the more it flows the healthier and more capable we are as people. And this energy is a source of optimal mental, emotional, and physical health. So when your energy is allowed to, um, so when this energy is reduced or it's blocked due to subconscious unresolved emotional issues, it will be the source of illness causing physical, mental, or emotional symptoms. And the unresolved emotional conflicts um, can be tested and then resolved using unique natural remedies which is what I have personally done and I found so much benefit to it but there are so many other ways of also having emotional clearing like you could do EFT or EMDR or NLP or the list goes on Now, secondly, I want to focus on gratitude. A few episodes back, I did an entire podcast on gratitude, but I wanted to make sure that I circled back to the gratitude practice when I was talking about emotions. I really think it's important to realize that our emotions shouldn't be classified as good or bad, like I said earlier. We can be grateful for every single emotion that we feel because each of them are trying to tell us something that we need to know about ourselves and about our lives. And if you haven't listened to that episode, it's episode 87. And I talk about the gratitude practice that I've been using, which is loosely based off the book, Miracle in 40 Days by Melody Beattie. And it has completely revolutionized how I view my life. I write down every single day, a list of things that I am grateful for. And I talk all about it in that episode, episode 87. And it's not just about writing all the good stuff. It's about really getting honest about all of the things that you don't like um, and about how they are affecting you. And you may even want to pull up your gratitude list and start to write out what you're grateful for, especially the emotions that you're experiencing because of what they are teaching you about life and about yourself and about others and how to be in relationship with people. And thirdly... We need to honor our bodies. One of the biggest helps that has um, been to me this season, and probably one of the hardest things that I've done, quite honestly, was to focus on my body during this period of my life because I was fighting fatigue every single day and being... um, Dealing with anxiety and depression is is not easy and it does not bode for wanting to work out or wanting to do anything physical. And I was really trying to be mindful of how much sleep I was getting and um, what I was doing to move my body because I knew the toll of stress on my body from the anxiety and depression um, was really actually just making me exhausted. So there were days that I had to give myself grace to just rest, to um, spend time just allowing my body to recharge and restore And as an Enneagram one, that is the hardest thing because I just want to be productive. And there were days that I was not productive in the least, but there were also days when I had to make my body move as well. In some of the hardest months of the year, I took out time and I trained every single day because I was determined that I was going to run a 10K by my 45th birthday in October, which I did, by the way. And that meant that I had to do a lot of running and cross-training and yoga. And I also had to make sure that I was sleeping and I was really paying attention to my body. So it is so important that we honor our bodies. And my personal belief is that we are spirit and that we have a body. So whether you see yourself as energy or light or you believe the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, we are definitely spirit. And for me, faith is a really, really big part of that. So in order to connect with my emotions um, and to really allow them to teach me something, I had to take time out every single day to do daily meditations and affirmations. And sometimes that looked like writing my journal. There were other times where I spent uh, time doing silent meditation when I was just walking outside. And there were also just different moments when I would repeat my affirmations out loud. Um, sometimes that was in the car or it was just when I was working out. And I was trying to focus on the present and not allowing myself to slip back into focusing on the past. For you, taking care of your spirit may look like prayer or daily journaling. Maybe it's reading scripture and reciting it, or maybe it's even a variation of some of the things that I mentioned a little bit earlier. However it looks, it really doesn't matter. I want to encourage you that the journey you are on is so unique to you and walking in wholeness and having that emotional wellness um, is going to be life-changing. Our emotions are what trigger our thoughts which then in turn triggers our belief and our actions. And so if our emotions are completely running the show, then you can guess what kind of ricochet effect that is going to have on our lives. So getting honest, really, really honest about what your emotions are trying to tell you and allowing yourself to reframe any negative thoughts that you're having and that are kind of causing havoc in your life is going to be so important. And then you can align your faith to believe what you truly desire for your life. And then from that, you're able to take concrete action and move your life forward. So you see, emotions are at the very, very front of the line. They are there to guide you into the truth of who you are if you will let them. And I've created a guided meditation to help you discover what may be holding you back when it comes to your emotions, especially when it means working out your creativity. And if you feel a bit stuck when it comes to being creative and you know that you could become a little bit more aware of your emotions, then I want to encourage you to go to thecouragecast.com and download the free guided meditation friends I know that this has been a little bit of a heavier topic today but I really wanted to share with you what I've been learning about myself and about my emotions and what they've been telling me and speaking to me because I know that if you'll tap into your emotions that they will also share with you what you need to know about your life and I'd love to hear how it's going with you so please connect with me over on Instagram at, at the.couragecast or over on Facebook at the Couragecast podcast. Whatever you're facing in your journey today, whatever emotions you're feeling, it's okay. You are going to be okay. And I wanna encourage you just to lean into them. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely.